Blog Talk Radio. Just for the day I won't pick up, just for the day I don't give up, just for the day I won't pick up, and God I trust I won't pick up, just for the day I won't pick up, just for the day in God I trust, just for the day I won't pick up, and God I trust I don't give up. Yeah, you can go and tell the weed man, he ain't got nothing that I need man, I ride by that ABC store saying hey, you won't be seeing me no more, yeah, you can go and tell the trap boy, yo, it's a rap boy. You are not welcoming me, Gaza. You ain't got nothing for me, nada. No matter how hard life hits, I know where my life is. Yeah. No matter how hard the crisis, yo, I know who Christ is. Yo. No matter what I won't pick up. Yo. No matter what I won't pick up. No matter what I won't pick up. Yeah. No matter what I won't pick up. Just for the day No matter what I won't pick up Welcome, welcome listeners to the Recovery Just for Today show I'm your host, Lloyd B With my co-host and father, Lloyd Sr. And uh, we are here on the show That is dedicated to those who are in recovery those who may be struggling with addiction, and also we are a resource to family members who have loved ones who are caught up in the grips of addiction. On this show, we like to share our experience, strength, and hope so that others may not have to go down the paths that, you know, so many have lost their lives and devastated their lives and the the lives of their family members. So uh, this is season three, and we started last week with the theme of getting into the solution. And we're going to continue on with that theme this week. And But before we get started, normally what we do is we start off the show with a moment of silence for the still-suffering addict, for those who are still caught up in the grips of addiction, you know, those who have lost their lives to this thing we call addiction, and also to the family members of those who have uh, who have family uh, family members and loved ones who are struggling with addiction. But tonight, you know, I also want to have a moment of silence for those who may have been involved in the uh, shooting, the massacre in Las Vegas. You know, we want to have a moment of silence for those who are suffering from that that act of that evil act that took place in Las Vegas that claimed so many lives. And tonight we just want to have a moment of silence for all those impacted by that, by that action. So if you would, please just join us tonight as we take a moment of silence, followed by the serenity prayer. Grant us this serenity to accept the things we cannot change, the courage to change the things that we can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Amen. And uh, like I said, this is a show that is co-hosted by Father and Son, and tonight I have on with me my co-host and Father, Lloyd Sr. Lloyd Sr., would you like to greet the listeners? 
Yes, uh, thank you, Lloyd. Um, good evening, uh, listeners. Uh, I am uh, Lloyd Sr., and and I'm having a great day, another great day in on the east coast of paradise in the lovely town we call Yorktown, Virginia. And I'm I'm happy to be able to uh to shed some type of uh, light in the uh in the context of all the dark things and bad things that are happening uh in our world today. So I'm anxious to try to Try to be a, a beacon of, of light tonight, and uh, share some share share something uh, something that may be a, a, a help to someone tonight. Yeah, I agree, and um, you know we do want to have a uh, have some positive share, share something positive tonight, and I believe we we will. And um, <clears throat> excuse me, you know as I, as I said stated before this theme for this season is getting in getting into the solution. So, you know, last week we kind of touched on what we're going to be covering, some of what we're going to be covering this season and we talked about the program called Celebrate Recovery. And basically, you know, Celebrate Recovery is a recovery model that is a biblical-based program. And it is uh, it was designed to help people overcome their hurts, hang-ups, and habits. And it's based on the actual words of Jesus rather than psychological theory. And it was designed as a program to help those struggling with hurts, habits, and hang-ups by showing them the love and power of Jesus Christ through a recovery process. Now, if you go to their site, Celebrate Recovery, which was launched out of Saddleback Church over 25 years ago, you'll find that they have this write-up that says, Celebrate Recovery has helped over 17,000 people at Saddleback, attracting over 70% of its members from outside the church. 80% of the people who go through the program stay with the church and nearly half serve as church volunteers. So I would say that this is an evidence-based program, an evidence-based approach. And in this day and age, one of the key phrases that you find people throwing around is evidence-based. Now, what evidence do you have to support that you are in a program or you have a program or offering a program that is actually helpful, (laughs) you know. They want to know what evidence do you have that this actually helps people. And so, you know, I would would venture to say that that this uh, program has helped countless people. And, you know, I know many people who are in the program and so uh you know it's it's not just something that I'm sharing that I don't know anything about so you know what I wanted to do is this 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 season because we did touch on celebrate recovery as one of the approaches last year one of the resources that were out there for people who you know were seeking recovery so this this season I want to 
I want to, you know, kind of delve a little deeper into this this particular uh, model, this particular program, because we are talking about getting into the solution. And last week we talked about from this program, we looked at their approach. We we found that this their approach is uh, Christ-centered. It's biblical-based. And it also incorporates the 12 steps of um, Alcoholics Anonymous and the other 12-step programs. And so what we were doing last week, we were kind of just giving a little information about the program. And we also talked about, we touched on just some of the things that could hinder people from actually going into the process of recovery. And, um, a couple of the things we talked about we'll, we'll kind of reiterate this in this particular um, episode, but at the same time, we're going to go a little bit further and we're going to get a little bit deeper into something we call denial. And when I say we're going to get deeper, really we're trying to get deeper in it so to dig people out of it, if that makes sense. <laughs> but um, anyway, um, what I what I did is I, I, did, I do have a clip from – the actual um, they have an app and I would suggest those who are following us to get the app it's called Abide and you can get the app on your you know your phone and um, Google store I'm pretty sure you can find it on the app store and it's called Abide and it has the Celebrate for Re- Celebrate Recovery uh, app on there and I want to play, play this clip, clip I want to play this clip I want to play this clip and um I'm going to play the clip, and then what we'll do is uh, we'll come back. Um, hope, hopefully the clip, the clip will play. I've been having a lot of technical difficulties today uh, with my other show, and, and so, you know, let's see if this one plays. If not, we're, we're going to go, uh, go right into it. So you know, here's the clip that I had lined up for it. Let's see what happens. So glad you came back. With this first step in this guide, you begin your journey on the road to recovery. The journey begins by admitting that you are powerless over your addictions, your compulsive behaviors, your hurt, and that you're... Okay, so it it didn't take all of the, uh, didn't get all of the clip. But basically what he was saying is that we begin by the first the first step and what the first step is uh, we admitted that we were powerless and that we needed help that we came to a point to to where we uh, came to understand and we realized that we were not God we admitted that we were powerless to control my our tendencies to uh, to do the wrong thing and that our lives have become unmanageable when you go to the scriptures and it says happy are those who know that they are spiritually poor, you know, spiritually bankrupt is what the term that I used last week from Matthew 5 and 3. And that coincides with the first step of the Alcoholics Anonymous or the 12-step programs. And if you go back to Romans chapter 7, uh, verse 18, it says, For I know that good itself does not dwell in me, that is in my sinful nature. For I have a desire to do what is good, but I cannot carry it out. 
So basically that was talking about that struggle of, that we have before we come to the grips that, hey, you know, we need help. You know, we, we keep trying to do it. We keep trying to do it. And we find ourselves hitting head first up against that brick wall. And so last week we talked about coming to that, coming to the point of being powerless and accepting that we were powerless, acknowledging that we were powerless and some of the things that would hinder us um, from going forward. Um, before we go into our first, our first uh, commercial, uh, Boy Senior, did you want to touch on the recap? Well, yeah, um, I, uh, you know, you you know, my whole thing is that that you have to come, you have to uh, deal with that uh, first step um, before you uh, before you find any solution to to any problem actually in life or whatever you want to you know talk about. You have to uh, come come to a point where you realize that you cannot, you know, uh, fix this thing uh, within 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 uh, within yourself within whatever power you can muster up. You can't you can't you can't fix it. And that first step is often a step that we trip over again and again. You know, and uh, and I won't be long with this, but but like I you know like I always say say for me personally, that first step was. You know, coming to the point that you know that I mean, uh, rationalizing the the uh, the idea that I wasn't gonna be able to drink anymore that was that was that was that was that was huge for me. But you know, uh, thank God I got over that and uh, I was able to uh, move forward from that point. But yeah, the uh, the, the the first step is uh, is uh, extremely important in trying to find a solution to this. Uh, Problem we deal with. Yeah, and um, you know some of the hurdles that we we've talked about them. You know, in in some of our previous uh, seasons, we talked about the the hurdles to to um, to recovery. And as we go forward, of you know, getting into the solution, one of the things in this particular show we're going to talk about is um, getting out of denial to get into the solution because denial is such a, a big obstacle uh, when, when we approach beginning a process of recovery. And so it's very important that we, that we talk about this so that we can move forward and go into the, the, the process of recovery. And, you know, as we get into this, you guys will see why we, why we say, this is such an important thing that we, 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 needed to, we need to talk about this. But before we do that, we're going to take a break, and we're going to go to a commercial, and when we come back, we'll get right into the topic, which is getting out of denial so that we can get into the solution. So stand by, and we'll be right back. Hi, my name is Lloyd B, and I am the host of Recovery Just For Today, which is a show dedicated to those who are struggling with addiction and substance abuse. I host this show with my father, Lloyd B. Sr., 
And together, we come and we share our experience, strength, and hope. Every Monday at 8 p.m., join us as we air live on WIN Radio, which stands for We Inspire Network. If you or your loved one suffers from addiction or you know someone who is in recovery, please share this information because you never know when what you have to share may actually save someone's life. Thank you. And God bless you. Sadly, today most of us know at least one person that suffers from addiction or substance abuse. Addiction does not discriminate. No age, gender, race, or classes of people are immune to the horrors of addiction. This epidemic has ruined families, claimed lives, and left loved ones devastated. Over 100 people die from overdoses daily, and over 20 million Americans suffer from some form of addiction. For this reason, author Lloyd H. Bell Jr. has written the book Clean and Serene. The author is an addictions counselor and recovering addict of over 13 years. He knows and has first-hand experience of being caught in the grips of addiction. Clean and Serene provides experience, strength, and hope for the still-suffering addict. It can also be used as a tool in recovery. Whether it is used in a group setting or individually, this book was written to assist in the recovery process and encourage integrating inspirational, encouraging, and challenging scriptures the author has provided, a resource that is sure to change lives. If you or someone you know is battling with addiction, this book is for you. If you are in recovery, this is a great resource to add to your toolbox. If you are a group leader or addictions counselor, this is an awesome book for group therapy. Clean and Serene, Scriptural Meditations for Recovery is available nationwide in both ebook and print. Get your copy or a copy for some you know today from Amazon or Barnes & Noble Bookstore. For less than $10, you can potentially change the life of someone currently paying the high cost of living with an addiction. Just for the day I won't pick up, just for the day I don't give up, just for the day I won't pick up, and God I trust I won't pick up, just for the day I won't pick up, just for the day in God I trust, just for the day I won't pick up, and God I trust I don't give up. Yeah, you can go and tell the we, man. All right. Welcome back, listeners, to the Recovery Just for Today show. I'm your host, Lloyd B., with my co-host and father, Lloyd Sr., and we want to thank you all for uh, tuning back in for the topic, getting out of denial and getting into the solution. And so what we've been, what we've been talking about, we had recapped uh, a little bit from the, uh, the previous show. We re- did a recap about what we're talking about, which is uh, an approach, which is called Celebrate Recovery. And, Last week we we you know we got into uh, things that'll keep us from getting into the solution, which is recovery, and getting into the process of recovery. And one of those things we 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 touched on a little bit was denial. Uh, and denial is such a big hindrance because denial will keep you 
away from recovery by having you under the illusion that you don't need it. So that's a biggie. I mean, why even try to get help if you don't think you got a problem? You know, so this is this is very this is a very big problem. Okay, so uh, one of the things that uh, that they you know denial denial has been defined as a false system of beliefs that are not based in reality. I'm gonna repeat that. Denial has been defined as a false system of beliefs that are not based in reality, in a self-protecting behavior that keeps us from honestly facing the truth. What what, what you think about that, uh, Aloy Senior? That's an excellent um, definition of uh, denial. You know, um, um, you know when I you know when I think about that, that definition and, and denial. When I just take a look at the, you know, what denial is, you know, for me personally, um, you know, I had to become willing to to take a look at myself. You know what I'm saying? Um, and because a lot of times, you know, um, you don't see yourself. In other words, other people see you. See you before you actually see yourself. And for me, I had to be uh I had to be willing to, to step back and say, Okay, uh, let me take a look at myself, you know. And uh once I once I became honest, I think you use the word honest in your description in that description. Once I became honest with myself, then I was then then and only then was I willing to uh, you know, step back and just take a look at what was going on, and then and then I tried to do some things, you know, from that point on. But you got to be willing to um, to step back and take a look at yourself. Yeah, and that's and that's key because you know a lot of these, you know, if you go back and look at it, a lot of these, like they said, it's a self-protecting behavior. Basically, it's a coping mm-hmm. behavior that we learned when we were young. You know, to you know when we when we feel like. You know, we're getting getting in pain or, you know, we got to confront some painful emotion, you know, or some type of uh, painful fear. You know, we, we, we had this coping system, you know, where we kind of made pretend like nothing, you know, it, did, it wasn't as it was, you know. And so we played, you know, we made pretend, you know, make pretend, you know. And um, so, you know, we, that, that coping skill – they say it grows into denial and, and, you know, so basically, you know, a lot of us, most of us, most people can, can honestly admit that at some point in their lives and maybe even now today, you know, we've, we've used denial, you know? Um, So it's not as if, you know, this is something that is abnormal to, you know, to people, Uh, you know, the truth is to some extent people, have used denial in their, you know, in their life, you know. So it's not like we're saying, you know, this is some strange thing that's just, you know, uh, exclusive to people who, who have an addiction. But, you know, uh, for 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 many for many people, when it comes to the to the addict, you know, denial is 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 dangerous. You know, it's not 
it's not just this cute little thing that we do and make pretend. No, this is this can be life threatening. You know, if like you said, everybody else can see it, but you are in denial. You know, and they're saying, "Hey, man, you need help, or you're gonna die." You know, and you sitting in there in in, in denial, saying, "No, you know, well." You know, uh, I think Billy, you know, Billy, now Billy, he drink a lot. You know, Billy got, Billy got a problem, you know, uh, you know, he, 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 you know, he drink more than, more than me. Matter of fact, the other day we passed out drunk, you know, and, you know, and, and, oh, you know, such and such, you know, you know, she lost her job. She lost her job because of drinking, you know, or she lost her marriage because of drinking. Well, you know, I, you know, that ain't never happened to me, you know, and so, what happens is we start comparing and justifying and all of the different things we do when we're caught up in the grips of addiction to, to protect ourselves from having to face the truth. And, you know, one, 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 one place says that denial is the pink elephant sitting in the middle of the living room. No one in the family talks about it or acknowledges it in any way. A lot of times until it's too late. You know what you what you think about that, Lloydine? Oh, absolutely. I've, you know, I've also heard people say it's a nine hundred pound gorilla that's in, that's in that's that's in the living room. Nobody wants mm-hmm. to recognize. Nobody wants to recognize that it's there. And and another part of that is everybody make, makes excuses for it. We uh we uh we we addicts uh. And 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 also enablers, you know, because I think we're talking. We, we're we're trying to uh, we're trying to help people who are enablers, you know, because they're they're just as addicted as the addict is. They're addicts too. They, they, their drug of choice just happen to be, you know, people. You know, they they uh, they uh, they uh, you know they make excuses for the for the users. They they're just as bad, worst off as the you know. The addict is, you know, and 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 we're and we're very crafty, crafty, and we're very clever at making excuses for that nine hundred pound gorilla. Oh, it's not that bad. Oh, just like you said before, you know, um, little Johnny's gorilla down the street is is worse than than mine is. We'll find a way to uh, justify uh, keeping or not dealing with that gorilla in the room, you know. And, and, um, Sadly, sadly, a lot of times, you know, uh, we don't, we don't, you know, we go through life and we don't, we don't deal with that gorilla, gorilla, and uh, uh, what happens is sometimes is, you know, unfortunately, the the, the gorilla, gorilla, overpowers us and and consumes us, and uh, you know, but so, but hopefully, 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 by us, you know, discussing this major issue. Uh, this major major uh, 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 hurdle or roadblock to uh, so, uh, to solution tonight will help somebody, you know, because denial is a beast, and it's not it's not like we always say it's not a river it's not a river in Egypt. It's a real thing. It's that it's that nine hundred pound gorilla in the room. It's that pink elephant in the, in the room, and, and 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 we and we have to come clean. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's that's right. And, you know, one of the things that, you know, a lot of times you hear, too, in denial is, you know, of course, the, the minimum, the, oftentimes we minimize 
what we're doing, and then that's a lot of times, you know, when we min- when we minimize what we're doing, we're actually rationalizing it in our own minds, telling ourselves that it's not that bad. So we, you know, we right. we minimize it, and we often do that by comparing ourselves to other people. Then, even if we're not comparing ourselves to other people, a lot of times we say, hey, well, look, you know, look at how bad the world is, you know, or I, I had mm-hmm. a bad day at the job, you know. It was hard. Uh, you know, I worked all week. You know, look, look, woman, look, man, look, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. I need a few drinks. I need to relax my mind. I need to blow off some steam. I need to, you know, I need to smoke me, a, I need to smoke me, a, and I need to smoke me a blunt, you know, uh-huh. and I just need some time, you know, to get my, to get my mind right, you know, and it doesn't mean that I'm, it don't mean that I got a problem, you know, I just need, I just need to relax, I'm stressed, you know, uh-huh. and so, you know, these, these are things that we tell ourselves when we rationalize this, and this could come off of a, a weekend of us being, you know, hugged up on the toilet, you know, praying and saying, Lord, if you get me out of this one, I, I'll never do it again. Mm-hmm. You know, cause I know I've been there, you know, I've been, I've been there hugging the toilet and, and praying and saying, Lord, I'll never do it again. And, you know, get a few, get a few, you know, 24 hours under you. And next thing you know, you know, you back at, you back in the race, you know, like nothing ever happened. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that's denial for you. And, you know, one of the things that um, from the guide that we, we're going through with the, um, with the Celebrate Recovery, it, you know, one of the scriptures that it, it pointed out was in Jeremiah uh, 6.14. And it says, you can't heal a wound by saying it's not there. And I'm going to repeat that again. Jeremiah 6.14 says you cannot heal a wound by saying it's not there. So that that's that's kind of sums up, you know, one of the issues with denial. You know, uh-huh. you 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 are wounded. You you know you need help, but you you can't heal it because you're saying you don't have it. It's not there. You know, uh-huh. and um, so that's 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 one of the key issues of denial and. What we want to do is we want to uh, touch on some of the effects of denial. We're going to use an acrostic that they have in in um, in uh, the Celebrate Recovery to kind of touch on them. We're not going to be able to hit on all of them, but I do want to, and maybe we could take take on uh, one one at a time. But you know, we'll um, we'll talk about that and see if we want to go into depth with each one because they ve- they mm-hmm. they are very you know important. But I'm gonna I'm uh-huh. gonna tell you what they are, and then what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go to break. But the the denial acrostic is D. D stands for disables our feelings. Stands for energy loss. N stands for negates growth. I stands for isolates us from God. A stands for alienates us from our relationships. And L stands for lengthens the pain. And with that, what we're going to do is we're going to take a, another quick break, our last commercial break, and we're going to come back and go ahead and, and try to touch on some of these points. 
It's a couple of them that I really wanted to talk about, and uh, I'm going to read a little bit on it, and then I'll let uh, Lloyd Sr. Uh, touch on the one that he wanted to touch on as well. So just stay, uh, stay with us as we uh, take this commercial, and we'll be right back. It was like a 24-hour disappearance. You know, it was it was only like, well, he's been gone 24 hours. And then I would come home. And then it got to be, uh, well, damn, he's been gone two days. And I'm talking about missing persons reports being made. You know, police being called looking for me. While, while using, we lived in another world. We experienced only periodic jokes of reality or self-awareness. It seemed that we were at least two people instead of one. Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. We ran around and tried to get our lives together before our next run. Sometimes we could do this very well. But later, it was less important and more impossible. In the end, Dr. Jekyll died and Mr. Hyde took over. For a while, it was like I could pull it together. For a while, it was like I could, I could, I could stay and, and then I could go and then I could stay and then I could go. But after a while, it was like the using became more important and the stopping became less important. It was a point where I had lost the ability to stop. Even when the money was gone. It, even when I had been gone three and four days and five days. It, even when I knew people were looking for me. It was like I lost the ability to stop. And I couldn't stop even when I wanted to stop. In the, well, I, I, I tried to make myself believe that I love my kids. I tried to make myself believe that I love my mother, but there was nothing that get, would get in my way of the drug. It was like a 24-hour disappearance. Just for the day I don't give up. Just for the day I won't pick up. And God I trust I won't pick up. Just for the day I won't pick up. Just for the day in God I trust. Just for the day I won't pick up. And God I trust I don't give up. Yeah, you can go and tell the weed man. He ain't got nothing that I need, man. Welcome back, listeners, to the Recovery Just for Today show. I'm your host, Lloyd B., with my co-host and father, Lloyd Sr. And uh, we're live on We Inspire Network Radio. Win Network, and uh, this is Season 3, Episode 2, and we are talking about getting into the solution, but we're talking about getting out of denial first to get into the solution. So where we stopped, we stopped off at the acrostic for denial, coming to you from the the guy from the Celebrate Recovery book, and um, 
denial. The D in denial uh, stands for disab- disables our feelings. It's, that means hiding our feelings. Living in denial freezes our emotions and, and, and binds us up. You know, understanding, understanding and feeling our feelings is where we find freedom. Okay? And one of the things that uh, this particular guy talks about it, it references uh, Peter, uh, second uh, uh, Peter, uh, second Peter two nineteen, and it talks about uh, they promise them freedom while they themselves are slaves of destructive habits, for we are slaves of anything that has conquered us. And you know, one of the things that happens is that. We lose our freedom when we when we get into addiction, you know, you know. As the clip that we played on the commercial was saying, you know, the the person, you know, he found himself, you know, was a time where he used to be able to drink and smoke and he could leave the party, you know, he could leave, he could stop, but as time went on, he had lost the ability to stop. He became conquered by the addiction, and you know, one of the things that that you that that you have to uh look at is the test of freedom is not what I'm free to do it's what I'm free not to do you know are you free today not to take that drink you know are you free today free enough today not to use because for most of us when it got down to the bottom you know uh when it got down to being caught up in the grips you know, you were not free. You could not make that choice freely, you know. And uh, so this is talking about finding freedom. You know, we it says we find freedom to, to feel our true feelings when we find Christ and step out of denial. So that's, that, that's, that's the D, which is what, what happens when you're in denial. The, the D is it disables our feelings. Um, did you want to say anything on that one before I go to the next yeah. one? Yes, please. Okay. That that because uh, that because that because that uh, is a big one for me personally because um, my feelings or my consideration for for other people, you know, my loved ones was I was I, I was disconnected from from you know any compassion for them. You know, I was I I I was not able to. Really feel their pain, their pain, or see their pain, see their. I mean, I saw it, but I, but I didn't, but I didn't want to do anything about it. I, I didn't want to connect it, connect their pain with what I was doing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um. So, so that that when you read that one right off the bat, it was like you know that's me, that's me. I raised my hand up for that one because, you know, um, the sad part about it is. That addicts, they don't. We don't. We don't. We don't. Our, our, our feelings are disconnected. Disconnected. I can't even say the word disconnected. We are. Uh, we. You know. We don't want to feel. We don't. We don't want to feel anything, but what we want to feel. And that is to pledge ourselves. You know, at the expense of at, uh, at the expense of others. That's and that's that's so true and you know these all of these all of these in this 
across it got very good. And I, I mean, we could we could spend you know a few shows on just the, the these particular points from the word denial. Uh, the E in denial, it stands for energy loss, and that's a major side effect of denial is anxiety. Anxiety causes us to to waste precious energy dealing with past hurts and failures and the fear of the future. Now this is a big one. This was a, this was a big one oh. for me um, because. Oh. You know, one of the things that I dealt with a lot was anxiety. One of the reasons that even after after addiction, I had to actually get on medication because I had a clinical uh, a diagnosis of, of anxiety, acute anxiety disorder. And so, you know, the fear, the fear is what drives a lot of people to either not move, you know, because the fear can, can paralyze us. You know, it causes us to worry, you know, and it and it, it, it keeps us distracted from what God has for us in recovery, you know, and the fear, the fear of failure, the fear of what is going to happen in the future. Like you said before, you know, what if I do get clean? You know, well, well, what's going to happen then? You know, I, I don't know nothing else. You know what I mean? You know, a lot of people, you know, feel like, hey, you know, I've been using over half my life. You know, so what what am I be like? That you know, that's the question. Yep. Hey, what 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 am I be like? You know, yep. uh, you know what what's life going to be like? You know, without the use of drugs or any mind altering, mood altering uh, right. substance. You mean I got to be sober for for a whole week, for a whole month? You mean a whole year? You know? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. You know, it's frightening. It yeah. Really is. And so, and so, what happens is, you know, we we become burdened down by our fear, and it drains us. You know, that's what it's talking about—the loss of energy. And in Psalms, oh. it says, "He frees the prisoners." Talking about God, He frees the prisoners. He lifts the oh. burdens from those bent down beneath their loads. You know, and oh. so that's what this this talking about getting into the solution. You know, if we'll transfer the energy required to maintain our denial. Into into lean into uh, learning God's truth, a healthy love wow. for others and yourself will occur. As you depend more on your higher power, Jesus Christ, you will see the light of truth and reality. Okay, so that's that's what it's talking about getting into, you know, the the the, the solution. And as I said, stated for you, you know, part of my process was that as I did that, you know, begin to lean and learn more. Uh, uh, and on, on my higher power, I also had to get some outside help, which was some medication. Some of us might need that. Mm-hmm. I had to go to meetings. You know, this is not to mm-hmm. say that that you know you don't you you don't have to go to meetings. You know, some of us need mm-hmm. these meetings and support, extra support. So mm-hmm. you know, um, some people to come alongside us to help us along the process. So we're not saying that you know um, that you don't need to do that. Um, so let's go into the to the end. Uh, for denial, and that is in negates growth. And um, this is a good one right here. They're all so good. It says um, we are sick as mm-hmm. our secrets. This is this this is deep right here. We are as sick as sick as our secrets, and mm-hmm. we cannot grow in recovery until we are ready to step out of denial and into the truth. You see. Right. See, this is this this it negates our growth. We can't even right. grow. We can't grow 
until we until we uh, uh, um, step out of the darkness that that we're in when we when we're in denial. You see, right? And what you what what you what you think about that? Yeah, because see, a lot of times you get you know you know you get stuck. You, you say uh, we're sick as our secrets. Now you know we could sit there and 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 and, and wallow in the bad things we did when we were out there actively using, when we were in that crazy, crazy behavior, and we get and, and, and we get and we can get stuck stuck in that and then that guilt comes in. And that guilt that that guilt is something that will that will that will cause you to use in a heartbeat. Because one thing yeah. I, I've not I've you know I've said this a lot of times before. One thing about one thing about we addicts, we're not gonna suffer. We will find a way to ease that pain, and what you're talking about now is, but we got to come to a point where we grow to, when we grow to a place where we can ease that pain in a positive way, instead of a negative way. Because trust me, uh, if, if if we if we wallow and go back and rerun that tape and get hung up in the things that you know the crazy stuff that we did out there when you know when we were when we were actively using. If you get trapped in that, please somebody listen to me tonight. If you get trapped in that and you don't want to get out of that, you're going to go back and you're going to use for sure. But but you can grow, but you but you can grow from there. You you can grow out of that. You can use you you know, you can use all these tools that we that we talked about, you know, some of the earlier shows and we're going to and, and Lloyd is, is is talking about some of them, some of them right tonight. Is going to keep on. We're going to keep on talking about them. But but what I'm saying is that, um, yeah, our secrets and our past. If we get trapped up in it, you know, we 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 are going down that road, and we don't want to go down. But but we can, and we do get better. That's right. We do recover, and you know, one of the ways Absolutely. we recover is, you know, like you said, getting into the solution and. You know, here from from this part uh, we were just talking about Psalms 107. You know, uh, verse 13 and 14 says, the Bible says they cried to the Lord in their troubles, and He rescued mm-hmm. them. He mm-hmm. led them from the darkness and shadow of death and snapped their chains. So, Hallelujah. That is a powerful verse, and it it, it is an example, a depiction of how in you know, if we come to the place where we're in that dark place and we're in that and we're caught up in those chains and we and we're tired of, you know, faking the funk, we say, you know, hey, you know, you know, I'm I'm tired of just trying to fake it till I make it. You know, I'm I'm gonna cry out right now for help and ask and ask mm-hmm. God to help me. He will rescue you and you're out of your troubles. You know, Absolutely. and he will lead you out of the darkness in the shadow of death. That's a scary that is a Scary phrase right there, the shadow of death. That means death is is death is so close to you, it's like your shadow, you know. And many people don't uh-huh. know. I want to share that today with somebody. The shadow of death. It means that that thing is so close to you that uh-huh. you don't even know it. Sometimes you can't see your shadow, uh-huh. but it's still there, you know. Uh-huh. And for for many people, they don't know it and didn't know it, and it was their last hit. You hear what I'm saying tonight? Uh-huh. It was their last hit, 
okay? Uh-huh. Because death it was no longer a shadow. It overtook them. But when, when, uh-huh. when they cried out to the Lord he, in their troubles, he rescued them, and he, hel- and he, hel- he led them from darkness in the shadow of death and snapped their chain. Uh-huh. That's my story. Uh-huh. That's my story. You know, and, and, and I can tell you that's the truth, you know. And so as you travel the road of recovery, you understand that God, that God will, 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 you know, will never, he's not going to just rush in and take you up out your, out your pain and out of your, out of your struggle. You need to cry out for help. Mm-hmm. You need to cry out and ask him to help you. And that's, um, yeah. that's, that's one of the way to step out of denial. Um, so that's the denial isolates us. Well, we just talked about denial negates our growth. So the I is denial isolates us from God. You know, one yeah. of the things, and before before I get into that, one of the things in recovery that they always talked about when when we got into the rooms, they will always talk about you know isolation. You know, uh-huh. isolation is dangerous. You know, is is uh-huh. dangerous for an addict, especially early in recovery to be alone by themselves because you start to get in your head and you start thinking, you get that stinking thinking, uh-huh. oh, maybe, maybe I can have one and it won't hurt me. Uh-huh. Or, or, you know, you, uh-huh. you start, your, your mind starts to, 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 to sabotage your recovery and your chances for recovery. And so, you, you know, isolation is bad, you know, but I, I, that's not what this is talking. It's talking about that, but this is talking about it, I, denial isolates us from God. And um, yeah, one of the things I'm a, I'm a I'm gonna read this. I want you to touch on this. On this, on, on okay. Sure. It says Adam, Adam and Eve are a great example of secrets and denial, uh, of how secrets and denial separate us from the fellowship with God. After they sinned, their secret separated them from God. And, and Genesis three three and seven tells us that Adam and Eve hid. They hid from God because they felt naked and ashamed. Of course, you know, when God came to him and and Adam tried to rationalize and he said, God, you know, the woman you put here with me, she gave me the fruit from the tree. You know, he rationalized. Then first he tried to blame. He He tried to blame God. Then he tried to blame God. The woman you put here with me, you know, uh, then he tried to blame it on Eve. She, she gave it to me. She gave me the fruit, you know? And so, you know, God, he shines He shines on the truth. Our denial keeps us in the dark. And so God, and God is light. In him there is no darkness. And so if we, and the Bible says, if we, if we claim we have fellowship with him and, and we walk in darkness, then, we, then we're not uh, walking in the truth. You know, but we're, but we're, we're, we're living a lie. That's, that's a lie, you know, um, because it says if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another in the blood of Jesus Christ. His son purifies us from all sin. Our denial not only isolates us, you know, but it isolates us from God. What you, what you have to say about that? Oh, yeah. So this is what I have to say about that. Um, um, uh, see, I've heard... Uh, them refer to God in the program as good orderly discipline, and that's what this thing that's what this thing wants to interfere with in our lives it is it is good orderly discipline he wants us that that 
that thing, this spirit, because it's a, it's, it's, it's spirit-based, and it wants wants us to be disconnected from 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 good uh, orderly discipline in our lives. That's what it comes. That's that's what it comes after. It comes after to attack attack uh, order and decency in our lives. It wants it wants us. It wants to alienate us from that. That's 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 you know I can, I can see it almost just as plain as day as you know you know as I'm speaking right now. But that's what that's what this thing is after. It it does not want us. See, God didn't God didn't make God didn't make us you know uh, captive to to this thing. You know this thing this thing this thing came came into our lives, and 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 you know we allow it to 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 alienate us. From you know the good order that God would would, uh, would want to uh, place or uh, want us to have. That's Go right, ahead, and, and and when you say alienate, one of the the next thing for the A in denial is alienates us from our relationship. And you know, denial is one of the things that will cause you. And you talked about this a little bit earlier, how it will cause you to alienate yourself in your relationships. And so, you know, you begin to not want to be around other people because when other people begin to see, you know, they know, you know, they yes. know that you have a problem and you don't want to accept yes. it. No. So you begin to, you begin to, I know that I did anyway, I began to hide oh, God, from people. I began to hide from people. You know, if people came around and I knew that they were going to say something and I knew, you know, I, you know, when you, at a certain point, you know, that you that you need help, but you're still fighting it. You're still denying it, and people come around to re- remind you that you that you jacked up and you don't want to hear it. So uh-huh. you begin to alienate yourself. And so the last part of that uh, the the denial is 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 L, and that and that is lengthens our pain, lengthens the pain. Okay, and that's the and, and this is what it is. Remember, it's always better to tell the ugly truth. Rather than a beautiful a beautiful lie, you know, and mm-hmm. it says you know what happens is in reality now allows uh, denial allows our pain to fester and grow and turn into shame and guilt. Denial extends our hurt, it multiplies mm-hmm. our problems, and so what happens is whereas when we could have came out of the darkness a long time ago, the denial mm-hmm. stand in denial. And telling ourselves, oh, it'll be all right, or you know, whatever it is that your mind is telling you right now to keep you from taking steps into to the into the solution, you know, uh-huh. it's actually keeping you longer in the pain, in the muck, in the mire, you know, and um, you know, that's one thing I want to. I kind of want to. I'm on a spot right there because I want to come back on and talk on that last point of denial, the L. And wrap it up next week uh, with the, with how it lengthens the pain, because okay. you know many people today are still stuck because they won't come out of denial, and so that's what this show is about is about coming out of that. Because aren't you tired? Aren't you tired? Aren't you sick and tired of being sick and tired? I know it came to a point for me where it, I was tired, you know. 
I was tired. I was beat down, busted and disgusted. And and one thing it says about addiction is that it will take you further than you want to go and keep you longer than you want to stay. And 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 how it does that is it does that because we stay in denial. You know, did you want to say anything else in closing before I, before I close? Well, I, I know addiction, addiction, addiction. Will, and this just this is just my little saying. Addiction, addiction will. I'm, I'm losing my train of thought. I'm gonna have to pull a pocket right there and and, take, and pull it back up to uh, next week. I just enjoyed the okay. show and, and I'm glad to be able to to share tonight. Yeah, let's and let's. This is the last thing we want to say from the from the guy that says truth. Truth is like a surgery. It may hurt for a while, but it cures. God promises us in Jeremiah, I will give you back your health again and heal your wounds. So this is the thing, you know, as we said before, um, you know, we know that a, a lot of people are, are kind of turned off when we begin to talk about what seems to be like religion. But as I stated before in the very beginning, in the first episode, we're not talking about religion. We're talking about a relationship, you know. And what we said is denial will keep you, it will alienate you from relationships. And one of the most important relationships for those who are struggling with addiction is a relationship with God, a higher power. And and what we have done is we've gone to the Celebrate Recovery model to, to share with you all our higher power. For those of you who may not have a higher power, we want to share with you our higher power. And and so that you can have a relationship with a higher power who's able to bring you out of that thing, to break and snap the chains and to heal you. You know, we are we are living evidence of this. This is evidence based of what we're talking about. You know, it's not something that we made up. So uh, so with that, we have 90 seconds left. We're going to just just park it right there and say that that you, that we do recover. You can come out of this thing, but you have to admit that you have a problem. You can't be healed if you're saying that you don't have a wound. So let's park it right there, and we'll pick it back up uh, next week. But let's close with the um, the prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who have trespassed against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory ever and ever. Amen. Thank you all, and we'll see you, we'll uh, uh, get, catch you back next, next week. God bless you. It's not your ordinary radio station, the home of true inspiration. inspiration. It's not your ordinary radio station, the home of true inspiration. inspiration. Yes, I am the fire, 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 the f